Alright, we are back at it again for a third podcast in our seemingly endless stream of them. Soon, to be, right. soon to be coming out. Um, I think we need to add some production value to this, Kyle. Yeah, we do. We need to get uh, both mics working eventually. Hopefully so, next one, it'll be cheery. So Kyle's just trying to use an excuse to get close to me. Uh, which I'm okay with it. You and I both know that I don't need an excuse. I know. He really doesn't. This permission slip's cool with me. I think we need uh, an intro song. We should. We do need an intro song. We need a good one. Uh, if you guys have any ideas, comment, like, get it out there. We'll we'll implement it. Maybe host a a vote. Maybe a little competition. Uh, so that we don't just put little Dicky save that money on there. <laughs> Kyle's big on little Dicky right now. Uh, okay, so Kyle just got back from a hunting trip. You went hunting. Uh, gosh, what was it this weekend? Past weekend. That's right. Uh, he saw... Okay, so first, Scott, what were you guys hunting for? We were hunting wild boar. Wild boar, okay. And he actually got one. That's right. It was delicious, by the way. Took down that mammoth. Um, so tell us a story, Kyle. Tell the fans out there your hunting trip. Sure. So uh, we found some tracks pretty early, some pig tracks, and we were following them up the mountain and got to the... you serious so, with the keyboard right now? I gotta look got at to, something. Got to the top of the mountain... And uh, didn't see any pigs, so we just it was pretty early still. So we decided to just call coyotes because Tyrell's got a bunch of coyote calls. And so we squealed for a little bit. Um, didn't get any action on the coyotes. Went to another spot, squealed, didn't get any action. And as we were kind of getting ready to head back to the truck, I start walking towards the main road. And across the way, I just I hear this noise, and I look up, and the mountain across the way, there is a group of thirty. <laughs> Something pigs. Okay, let me stop you right there. Running down the mountain. Because I knew you were going to say this. So, a name, I'm going to jump in here. A name for a group of pigs depends on the animal's ages. A group of young pigs is called a drift, a drove, or a litter. A group of, you older, right a group of older pigs are You called, had this prepared? <laughs> a group of older pigs is called a sounder of swine. And a team or passel of hogs. Or a singular of boars. Okay, so what if it's a big mixed group? Because so they were they on. were males, females, and piglets. Okay, so in groups the group. of older pigs are called sounder a sounder of swine. So you're over here and you saw a sounder of swine is what you're telling. Sure, <laughs> you're an idiot. Anyways, these thirty you're, you're so stupid. <laughs> these thirty some odd pigs are just booking it in this big old herd. It's probably not called a herd, but they're just booking it down this mountain right towards us, the mountainside that we're on. And I was just like, no freaking way. I thought they were cows coming down this hill. They're a lot bigger than I thought uh-huh. they were. And so I book it over to Tyrell. And For you were afraid, right? No, I wasn't afraid. <laughs> to no. comfort? And, and I'm like, Tyrell, Tyrell. I was making like those little noises. And I'm like, but he wasn't hearing me. So I had to run over to him. I'm like, there's 30 fucking pigs coming down this mountain right now. So he's like, oh, no way. And then we get over uh, the next hillside, and they're all right. We're kind of above them at this point in time, to where we can see them, but they're still moving pretty fast. And then we run down the hillside on the side that they can't see us on, and book it across to try to get to where they're gonna be. And we finally got a good vantage point on them, and they were still moving pretty quickly, but they left like five behind, five stragglers, uh, right? The weak. And there was there was this one big fucking black one, right? And I was like, Terrell's like, which one are you gonna shoot? And I'm like, I'm, I'm gonna take that big black one. <laughs> and uh <laughs> play on words there. Anyways, um I'm like, oh I'm gonna shoot that big black one. Then he he starts moving Was like, he hairier than the other ones? But I couldn't tell from oh, okay. far, from as far away as we were, but um 
So he moves, and there's only two left that I can see. I'm like, fuck, I gotta take a shot. So I just pick the bigger, the, the yeah. bigger of the two, and I just like, whew, let my breath go out a little bit, and then boom, Got plucked him, plucked him in the neck. Wow, game so over. Then he's rolled around for a little bit, and he finally died. So Kyle had a successful hunting trip. Uh, Tyrell documented the whole thing, and then they documented the bedroom experience after. <laughs> yeah, no, we didn't. No, there, there. Wait, there was no bedroom experience <laughs> afterwards. So there's nothing to be documented there. Okay. We did document the trip. That's awesome. And so, is he putting that up on anywhere? He, he's going to edit it, put some music to it, and it's going to go up on YouTube. Probably. Cool. Hopefully, we get a link to that in our in our channel. Yeah. That way, the fans can see yeah, your awesome we, shot. We have video of the of the shot too. So I think, see the pig. I, I don't know if YouTube will allow that, but this might have been the first time you've hit anything. Right? Wow. <laughs> your, yeah. All right. In all your hunting experience. Whatever you say. Yeah. Because all the times you've been hunting. <laughs> all zero. Um, so that sparked a good question. And uh, it leads us into today's topic, or I guess this week's topic, gun control. Kyle, do we need more gun control in the United States? No, we need less. We need less gun control. Yep. Okay. I think we need strict, uh, more strict penalties on on gun um, crimes, but um, gun control, no. So just stiffer, gun, stiffer the gu- gun. Gun control, how everyone sees gun control, is the stupidest fucking thing I've ever heard of. How, okay, in your opinion, how does everyone see gun control? Uh, people think that there's not enough restrictions on gun owners or owning guns, so they think that's what um, is that's what causes all these crimes and horrific acts and mass shootings to take place. Okay. Um, if I hit you with some statistics, let's talk about them. Would you okay, do? Sure. Okay. So mass shootings. There were 372 mass shootings in the U.S. in 2015, killing 473 people and wounding 1,800 and change according to uh, Mashing Tracker, which catalogs such incidents. Uh, school shootings. There are 64 school shootings in 2015. Uh, there were some 13,000 people killed in the U.S. by firearms in 2015. Feel free to jump in and talk about any of them if you want. Oh, yeah, no, they're all very easy to... They're all very easy for me to prove my point, so you just... You okay. can go in and stop whenever you want. Okay. Especially that 13,000 gun... Crimes or whatever it was, that one was uh, really easy. 13,000 people were killed in the U.S. by firearms. Nice. And 26,000 people were injured. Okay. Those uh, excluding suicide. Okay. And you know what stat's not on there? Which ones? The stat that shows how many of those people that were killed or injured by guns were killed by gun owners that own their guns legally. Not these... In the hood nonsense. I, I gotta be careful what I call it. <laughs> hood not these, not these South Side Chicago thugs that are just out fucking killing people. They kill more people than uh, they kill more people in on a weekend than you know people that die overseas in a weekend. It's fucking crazy. And I wouldn't exactly go as far as to say those people own their guns legally. So, so gun laws start- would do nothing. To prevent what's happening in Chicago. they Chicago's so, got some of the strictest gun me, laws in the country, and look what's happening in Chicago. Let me try to break that down just so the viewers, the listeners, rather, can kind of understand what you're saying. I, let me see. Because I, I, I want to tell you. No, 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 no. No, no, no. I want to make sure I understand what you're saying so I can try to okay. poke at it. So you're saying that if if these criminals are getting guns, they're going to do bad things anyway. I'm saying gun laws won't prevent them from getting guns, which they're doing the bad things with anyways, because they're not owning their guns legally. So I guess the the argument from the other side of the fence is you need to make it more difficult for those people to get guns to begin with. Okay, if and if they're getting them illegally, then how do you make it more difficult? Um, that is a great question. And let me say this. 
if I wanted to get some plutonium or uranium, it'd be pretty hard for me to get it, right? Yeah, that's just because the barrier to... How do I put it? Not The average person can't make that stuff. Okay, and... And the that, average person can't get it the point, overseas and smuggle it in so easily. <laughs> the point I'm trying to articulate is the other side is saying, look, if we make this stuff extremely hard to get their hands on, then no one will be able to get their hands on it. And then there won't be these insane numbers of firearm injuries and deaths. So how do you... So, okay, then how do you make it hard for the people that are already obtaining them legally, um, illegally to get them? Because how are you going to prevent the people in the jungle of South America from making illegal firearms and then getting them to the United States? That is a great question. And I think that is what the control policies are trying to tackle. Um, I think that... I think the control policies are trying to make it harder for responsible... (laughs) Gun enthusiasts or gun owners, I think they're trying to make it harder for them. And they're not the ones committing the crimes. Um, If the process is harder, but still obtainable, is that unfair to the responsible gun owner? What do you mean by by harder? uh, If it takes, let's just say, let's just say it takes a week to go and get the forms and background check filled out. Let's just say that process is more in depth. Right now it's 10 days. It's a 10 day waiting period. Let's just say it takes 21 days. And now all of a sudden, you can't have like a speeding ticket or you can't even have like any blemish on your record. Is owning a gun a right? Yeah. In this sense. We're going to go into the Second let's, Amendment? Let's go into it. And I know that sounded super like naive, but yeah. let's go into that because I think that's a great, a great topic. Um, so let me just jump back on the, that. The 20 day to, to stay on yeah. your 21 day wait period, how is that going to prevent these illegal? These people that already own guns illegally, and the people that are making think, them in South America illegally. How is that going to prevent them from I think, shipping over? I think the, I think the argument you're trying to make is is kind of a tough leap to make because it's like saying, because these people are committing one type of crime, then it's easy to commit the crime of obtaining the gun, or an illegal gun or a burned gun. I think, and that's kind of why I made the like plutonium argument was like, okay, well, it's really hard to get plutonium. Yeah. And that's kind of obviously an extreme example, but yeah. it kind of... There's not a lot of people can make it. it a lot of people can make guns. And I, and I get that. And I think that we're talking about guns coming overseas illegally or from other countries. I think that that actually has to be like on the Border Patrol and Customs Agencies. That's their, sure. That should be their job sure, regardless. There's nothing you can do about the ones that are already here. Uh, I would say yes, but in a, in a term of like a, like a raid or a sting or that sort of thing. The ones that are like obviously on the black market in circulation now, if U.S. walled off every border and said, look, yeah. nothing's in or out, what we have in the market is what we have in the market and we're going to start increasing gun control and confiscating all these weapons and making sure if you're a responsible gun owner, we're going to make sure that your ducks are in a row. I think that the more guns that start getting pulled off the market, what happens with the supply and demand? How are they, okay, how are they going to pull the illegal guns off the market? Um, I Well, Okay, assuming nothing comes in or out, and crime is being committed and police officers are responding to that, someone gets popped with a gun that's not registered to their name, obviously that gun gets confiscated. Right. Or perhaps destroyed. I don't know the process. So that's one coming off the street. And as long as new guns aren't being introduced through South America or these third world countries popping You would have out, to constantly be catching criminals which with the, illegal guns. Which the police do. Right? Yeah. So not to the extent that you'd be able to get them all. 
Not in my lifetime, anyways. Not so in your lifetime. If we sh- if we can't get them all, should we not make an effort to get them? All? I think it's yeah. I think it's a huge waste of time because you never will get them. Okay, so what do we do? Just that's what. That's why it's fucking stupid. What that they're <laughs> trying to they're trying to impose all these laws on the people that already own guns or can legally own guns and aren't doing anything wrong or have no desire to do anything wrong. The gun restrictions can't solve the problem they're trying to solve. They're trying to they're trying to prevent gun crimes. And you're not going to prevent gun crimes by taking guns or making it harder for a law-abiding citizen to own a gun. Hmm. I still, I still think that if because everyone, according to the Second Amendment, everyone's <laughs> got the right to bear arms. They do to protect themselves against their own. What would the word be? Tyrannical. Ty- <laughs> against their own government. You know what I mean. I, I pick up what you put down. Um. Actually, let's Google that. Second. Second minute, yeah. Because I still think, okay, so here, a well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state, the right to the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Pretty straightforward. So their right to keep guns should not be infringed. Let's let's walk on that. Do you think any sort of modification to a firearm? Is unconstitutional. Unconstitutional modification. Let's just no. say uh, California says, "Hey, look, no more quick draw mag. We're going to need the push pin to release." Yeah, that's not unconstitutional. If you them restricting it, yes, it's unconstitutional because it's preventing you from defending yourself. Say, say I can defend myself with thirty round mag, mm-hmm. right? I now, <laughs> okay, okay, a thirty round mag has nothing to do with the push button, but you know, say for instance, say for instance, you're good. I get it. The government's fucking starts murking all their citizens, right? Yeah, it's getting down. And there's fucking 60 dudes outside my house coming at me. Granted, I could never kill them all. Right. Or, hold, or defend myself against all of them, right? But I, think you got I have a better chance if I could shoot 30 rounds, quick release the mag, throw another 30 <laughs> in, and keep shooting, right? But if I got to sit there, take a bolt, which they, they don't even allow bullet buttons anymore. And it's dumb because... They're trying to create more restrictions, and they're actually making it easier to shoot more and more rounds. It's fucking stupid. I'll tell you about that in a second. But shoot, 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 right? Hold on. Let me grab a pin or a, or a, another round. Let me stick it in that, that bullet button to make the mag drop. Oh, okay. Now the mag's out. Now I can put another one in chamber around. Okay. Um, it's unbelievable. Uh, the gun. The sure. Gun. That, that, that makes it harder for, um, let's see, their, their goal in that in my opinion anyways, is to make it harder for somebody who wants to go shoot 60 kids on a playground. Yeah, I was just going to say, I think... To get them all before that. But, again, a bullet button is fucking series of four Allen wrench screws. So if that person wanted to go do that, they just take the bullet button off with with an Allen wrench, and it's non-existent. That's why it was a dumb fucking thing. So as a gun enthusiast... Should uh, I guess it's kind of not not my place to say, but should you be able to go to the range and squeeze out sixty rounds in a minute? I guess if you wanted to. What right? do you mean? Okay. Like for target practice? Yeah, like or if you're yeah. a, if you're an enthusiast and, and you're like, you know what, man, I really hate shooting my guns in California because I can't just blast some lead out for thirty seconds, and get it off my chest. Yeah, well, yeah, the range is around. Well, I I can't speak for other towns, but the range is around here. They don't let you shoot more than two consecutive rounds in a row. Otherwise, they consider it rapid fire, and they don't want you to do that. Which I understand, kind of, from 
<laughs> they're from a liability perspective okay. because any Joe Schmo, re- I'm going to say it, any Joe Schmo retard can go to the fucking gun range, <laughs> can go to the gun range, right? Uh-huh. And just go and pay to go in and start popping off rounds, right? Yeah. So that's why I think that they don't let you rapid fire. Just because they but, some guy that's not informed or what Yeah, but like here. somebody that's, that knows how to use a gun, who's had lots of practice with a gun, who wants to better their skills, needs to shoot faster if they want to get better at it, right? So whenever I go to the range, I can't go pop, 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 and try to get as accurate I can by shooting as fast as possible to make myself better, because I can go and go pop. Ah, pop, I see. Pop. So for training purposes or just general skill, can't do it, can't get better. Not at, not at, uh, an almost never range. Let's see. Which I understand from, for a li- from a liability perspective for them, but, like, when we go shoot, like, in open land or somewhere else where they, they don't have a range safety person standing behind you, yeah, mm-hmm. Beverly will shoot quick enough. So let's look at this. Gun homicide rates are 25.2 times higher in the U.S. than any other high-income countries. Japan has zero. I think it's per. I think it's per hundred thousand. Why do you think that is? Wait, Japan has zero what? Uh, gun homicides. Deaths in high income. Oh, per one million. So per one million people, South Korea and Japan have zero. UK has two. Uh. I have no idea what that is. It might be, it might be from, I don't know, the way, the way the country, the way the country, I want to say, I want to use the words like a person, like the way the country grew up, um, <laughs> the way the country was raised. Uh, I have no idea. Well, I mean, the, okay, I don't, if you're going to try to put it on our the, gun laws, I don't think that has anything to do with those. No, no, those I think numbers. you actually were talking about it. I think that's right. The, the sentiment of the country is. All right, 1776, we're going to get together and we're going to say, look, we want to be able to do what we want. We can have freedom of speech, press, and we can worship whatever we want to worship. Mm-hmm. Okay, what's next? It's on a bunch of, you know, we're keeping our guns. Okay, yeah, yeah that's true. We keep our guns. So, I guess, the, literally, the second thing Well, if the militia paper, didn't exist, dude, we, we would all be uh, speaking, we could be speaking a different language. We could be doing things that, or have different accents anyway. And I guess, I guess the sense of, of nationalism comes. comes out of that sense of pride, right? So, like, if you're founding a country and all of a sudden, hey, look, we're doing this. We're fighting the good fight. We're going to keep ourselves protected. And this is one thing that we're going to ensure that the government won't do is take away our, self, our way to protect ourselves. That's right. But now Against them. Against too. a tyrannical against government or, yeah. or against someone who's in their powers. But it only makes sense to protect yourself against other wrongdoing. doing But at what point, in your opinion, at what point do you say, look, hey, look guys, maybe we got this out of hand. <laughs> maybe it's out of control. Because when you look at this chart, 25.2 times higher than any other high-income country. So we're not talking about, like, third-world countries that are probably probably pretty nasty. Right. Uh, we have 36 homicides per million. And the second closest is Finland with three. Oh, Canada with five per million. Like, that's a lot. Dude. Yeah. But th- there's also other things that affect stuff like that. For example, is Sweden on there? Sweden is. Sweden is, they have two per million. Okay. So, they do things. In Sweden, it's mandatory for you to join the military and go through a basic training with the military and do a certain amount of service years with their mm-hmm. country's military. They train you to use a weapon. They train you to use it responsibly. They do all that. And it's mandatory. Every every single person 
I'm assuming unless there's like some weird health thing going on. But they all get well versed in guns, gun safety, all that good stuff. That could be a reason. That could be part of the thing. That could be part of a um the solution, I guess you could say. I don't know. But the United States can never implement stuff like that without whining people. Can you, can you imagine if they made everybody at once they became an adult join the military for two years? I don't in the United States. I don't think uh you'd have to do it like a high school course. In high school. Yeah. But then it's but like, that could be something I'm just saying that could be something that drastically changes those numbers. This is one example. And I'm only, I'm only saying that just because I heard a guy talk about it the other day. Interesting. <clears throat> and then there's more statistics killing 1,300 U.S. children a year. Um, Again, if you want to talk about gun restriction, gun laws, there's no numbers on the people that are doing that. Well, not in front of us anyways. That The people that are doing that with illegally owned firearms. Yeah, and... and I guess the point the point that I wanted to really get across was if if you make the guns harder to obtain, you can't just make the the assumption that someone illegal is going to be able to commit uh, another illegal crime because the difficulties aren't the same. I, I know, like with drugs, okay, you can probably get any drug you wanted to if you just ask around enough. Mm-hmm. Same, I, same with a gun. And I, you and ask I, around enough, somebody will sell you a gun. That's a, that's a Either have the serial number scratched off, or it's been used in another crime, and they want to fucking <laughs> duck on it. And, and and I guess okay, let's just let's just play a slippery slope here. If if you enact or make it hard enough for people to get guns, the price of the guns on the black market go up. All of a sudden, the criminals acquiring guns on the black market have to pay a little more money. How would the, how would that affect the price of the guns on the black market? Scarcity. Maybe. Why wouldn't it? They already the what a lot of guns in the black market already sell for three, four times the price of a gun purchased legally. Because nobody could purchase a gun legally and then go, All right, I purchased this gun legally right now, I'm handing it down to the criminal underworld. They have to they would have to either lose it, have it stolen, or something else, and they couldn't do that more than once every three or four years without somebody going, mm, this guy loses a gun once a year or something like that, you know. So wait. So I didn't follow that. So guns, are they more expensive in the black market or less expensive? It depends on what's, like, there's all kinds of things that go into it. For example, if it's a clean gun, like, there's no murders attached to it or anything, Yeah. then it's more expensive. If it's a gun that's been used and the people have known that it's been used in past crimes, it's way, way cheaper because the person that's using it knows, hey, if I get caught with this gun, I'm done for. not only am I going to get charged for having the illegal gun, but every murder that's been attached to this gun and the rounds it fires is going to get pinned on me. They're just going to assume I owned it. It doesn't matter if I say, yeah. well, no, I just bought that gun. They're going to say, yeah, right, fuck, you're going to yeah. kill all these you're people. You're right, yeah, you're wrecked. So that's why that's a bigger risk owning those ones. So those ones tend to be a lot cheaper. Hmm. And the ones that are clean, a lot more expensive. Loans with fake serial numbers, more so, expensive. I don't know. I still believe that with with stricter gun control laws, and I, and I know it seems like a punishment to the to the law-abiding citizens that own guns, but I don't see it that way. I think that, unfortunately, if society's only moving at a certain speed, you gotta, you got to go at that speed. And that means if some knuckleheads are really ruining the gun control for everybody, then that's, like, the baseline that we got to start at. If guys are using their guns, criminals in this case, are making it bad on everybody, then, unfortunately, everybody's got to move at that speed. And until we get it fixed at that level, 
then yeah, there's going to be bumps and bruises along the way with gun owners. In this case, 10-day waiting periods, background checks, push pins, all the, I'm sure other states have dumb ones, except for probably Texas, they're probably cool. <laughs> they probably have like no restrictions on anything, but yeah. I think, I think in order to progress the country, you have to put these restrictions out there just to see if it makes a difference. Yeah, I'm on the opposite end of the spectrum. Dude. <laughs> I think I think if if there was one place to start, it would be stricter punishments on people that commit crimes with guns. Okay, I, so oh, like if is... you were to get caught with an not necessarily get caught with an illegal gun, but if you're caught like if you shoot at somebody or use an illegal gun or you kill somebody or whatever, Shooting, and they, that's like a and, <laughs> Yeah, and they catch you. Like say for instance, if if I were to if I were to walk around and get caught with a a stolen gun or something, and it's got around in the chamber and it's just in my belt loop. Let's I don't know what the exact punishment is, but let's say that's two three years in jail. You hack that up to twenty five years in jail. You better believe people are going to be a lot more fucking careful doing dumb shit like that. I think I think that's tough, dude. Dumb people are, are going to be doing dumb things. Let's let me. That's see true if I... too, but you can use that argument for anything. Dumb people always <laughs> do, do dumb things. That's like saying that's like arguing. Let All me... right, how do we fix this bad driver problem? Give me a goddamn break. You'll never fix the bad driver problem unless you make the fucking the DMV test an extreme fucking test. And that doesn't even, and that wouldn't even, I, I take that back. Maybe actually, you should apply that, that to gun control. No, listen, I take that back because that wouldn't even solve the problem because that would be the government standard, right? Mm-hmm. And it wouldn't actually be testing people for reactions on the road. So, like, you you have some dumb person all of a sudden locks up their brake. And you're either going to hit the back of them or you go, and you, you fucking cruise around them real quick, right? And not lose control of your car. That's a skill that the average person I don't think has. Well, okay, so let's, let's, let me just... Steve, that was off topic. Yeah, yeah, let yeah. me jump back to anyway. the gun thing. Okay. If you just hike up the, the penalties, I think we've seen that with drugs. Like, the drug the drug crimes and I think drug, the drug laws I think the drug crimes are kind are, of out of control. I think they're just as bad as ever. I, think I don't think worse. anything solved the problem. If, yeah, if anything is worse. And the only thing that's changing is now marijuana is becoming illegal. So yeah. the people, I mean, and I don't even think that's going to stop them from growing illegal marijuana and selling it to get Probably around the licensing and stuff. Um, so I mean, but it, it will hurt them. I think if we, if we draw the comparison between drugs and guns, I think hiking up penalties. I know. No, that's the truth. I think hiking up the penalties doesn't necessarily discourage it. If there's money involved and people not making it, they're going to try to get in that, that game. Yeah. Um, can we agree on one thing? I think, Maybe. I think you're going to like this one. If we educate people on guns, do you think that will make a difference? Gun, and like I, from a young age? I think at any age. But yeah, uh, obviously young, younger. Because, uh, I don't know, when, when you see like an, when, when you see an outlier like this, okay, the outlier I'm referring to is the 25 times higher than the rest of the country. Than the rest of the yeah. country. Like, that's crazy high. Yeah. And to me, that doesn't necessarily, I mean, Obviously, the topic is gun control and gun problems. That doesn't necessarily tell me a gun problem. That just tells me, like, a societal problem. Yeah. Well, unfortunately, the gun, the gun for, is just the For the record, I do want to state, I just looked over at JP's computer. I do want to state that all of these facts that he's getting are coming from CNN. So they might be different if we were on Fox. Who knows? <laughs> but we can't exactly say, all right, let's look at the neutral, the neutral news station because there isn't one. That's so, a good point. We'd anyways, have to go on like Reddit. Anyways, Actually, that's not even news. That's far left. But, uh, oh, what were you talking about? I, um, I was going to add. No, one's from the BBC, dude. BBC seems pretty chill. Um, 
Oh, okay. So I think that, that it's a societal problem. Uh, and the gun is, unfortunately, the vehicle exposing that. You think the gun? Or guns in general. Is so, so are you a believer in the statement, uh, guns kill people? You, I, okay, Not look. people kill people. Did you see the test the guy did? No. Dude, it was the, cra- it was the craziest yeah. thing ever. This guy... This guy did a time lapse, right? He hooked up a, a time lapse to uh, a gun on a bench, right? Mm-hmm. He loaded it, even chambered around, right? He filmed the gun for two weeks straight. It didn't kill anybody. <laughs> no, it no, killed no, no. no one. <laughs> no, and so let's go back to this. Like I said, when, I, when you see a chart that has an outlier, in this case, U.S. being 25 times higher mm-hmm. than developed countries, you go, look, there's an issue there. And the issue isn't the gun. It's the culture or the society. Yeah, I think it big roles the parents and how pe- people are raised. Could be. It, I mean, I wouldn't disagree with you on that. I, I think that in our case, it, it, the gun is the medium for this crisis. Yeah. And I'm not saying that the guns kill people. I'm just saying that they're a medium that people use to kill people. Sure. Or act out in whatever ways they need to be acted out. I, I still think that if we make this issue known and bring it to like the co- public consciousness... You can tackle that and say, look, we have mentally ill uh, people that have had like a troubled history probably shouldn't be owning guns. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you crack down on guns that are on the streets, maybe I don't see. I don't know the, the law, like the police task force in this, but like just tracking down illegal guns or just tracking down. How do you pocket. track down an illegal? Well, gun? just like their their only goal is to get guns off the street, and I know every cop's out there's there. There's like, task force for that. See, yeah, I know that. That's what the ATF is: well, alcohol, tobacco, firearms. So. I guess One of the that, ATF's main responsibilities is... So in an effort, Kyle, to find a solution, guys. I'm saying that the control or the... It should be geared towards education and all this expenditure should go towards those task forces. Sure, yeah. And increase it like ex- we, exponentially. We can agree on that, absolutely. Um, but if we go back to the original argument of, all right, we need, we need, gun, restrict, we need gun restrictions on people that have already own guns legally or want so. to purchase them legally, I don't think that has anything to do with the problem. I think it... It's all education. I think it's parenting. I think it's uh, uh, poor. I shouldn't say that. Oh, poor, let me ask you this: people in poor neighborhoods making excuses. Well, I have to lie, cheat, and steal to survive. No, you don't. You, you don't need to use guns. Let me, let me to ask you this: survive. if the stricter gun laws and 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 if the stricter gun laws came out and actually prevented someone from committing a crime, murder, suicide, homicide, whatever, is that a win? Sure. So why would you win. why would you not want to go in on that? Because it doesn't work. I'll give you proof. Oh, yeah, let me hear it. I think I said at the beginning of the podcast, too. Chicago. Let's look it up. Chicago has the strictest, one of the strictest gun laws, if not the strictest gun laws in the United States. And they have the most gun crimes. Oh, is Chicago put that gun laws didn't work? NPR. It's pretty neutral. Uh, the wake of the last questions. He's reading an article right now. For yeah, just quick, can't quick see. browsing. Look to Chicago. Over four thousand victims of gun-related crimes last year. Man, they have some of the strictest. <laughs> and they have gun the strictest. Laws. Certainly hasn't helped there. So it hasn't wait, helped. It certainly hasn't. Year, they have the strict. Wait, 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 what's I say? They, they have, have the strictest <laughs> gun laws in the country. And that certainly hasn't helped. See. That's what I'm saying. Chicago has the strictest gun laws in the country, and they have the highest rate of gun crimes, gun deaths, gun whatever you want to call it. Ooh. 
Okay, we're gonna we're gonna bird walk on this then. So what would you do to tackle Chicago? How would you fix it? Or if you had to make a point, just education, parenting. Well, they already have many, many, many education programs out there. Um, in the long run, may it might work. I don't know. I think, um, like I said before, I I really have no idea. If I had to take a guess or take a stab at it myself, I would hike the the penalties for for a. Uh, gun-related crimes, and I would make it a case-by-case basis. I, I wouldn't say, all right, everybody that gets caught with a gun uh, legally is going to jail for 25 years. What I would do is I would literally take it case-by-case. Case. If, if 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 there's a person that's been a thug, that's been through in and out of this, and work, that's completely different. This topic. is crazy. But we'll talk about that another day, but somebody that's been in and out of the system, right, multiple times, like somebody that's been arrested four times, gets caught with a loaded gun, I think they should do about 25 years, if not more. Somebody like, let's say, for I'll even use myself as an example. Let's say I, and this is why I want it to be a case-by-case basis. Let's say I go to the shooting range and I forget to take my gun out of my belt and I get caught all of a sudden with my gun in my belt. I shouldn't really be doing 25 years for some, for something for being forgetful like that. That's why I think it should go, go case-by-case. Just to defend my case-by-case uh, case. Case-by-case case. This is insane. Uh Homicide rates rose by 61%. Since the gun laws have been stripped. Yeah, since 2015 to 2016. So it's like not even phased. Uh, yeah, damn. Mm-hmm. New York has 2.3. That's good. Also have very strict gun laws. New York's doing something right. That's insane. Yeah. Kyle, you might have had the strongest argument yet. I, I don't think, know. I think podcast number one was a pretty strong argument. Yeah, it was fiery, too. I think, uh, I, I think... I'm going to say strongest argument every single episode. Honestly, the best argument I have heard from gun control is Chris Rock. Why? What's that? How you, so? You just make the bullets really fucking expensive, and there you go. And then Wait, did you get that on stand-up or something? It was, uh, oh gosh, years ago. People just, start, people just start making their own bullets, dude. That's true, People too. would start... You made a bullet, $500 a bullet... People would just start forming their own fucking bullets. Damn. So I'm going to give you this, Kyle. I'm going to give you a closing statement. A little sign-off. Okay. For the viewers, listeners. Why are you all sweaty, dude? I'm not sweaty. <laughs> yeah, you're mine. I just got to work. I'm not I'm not sweaty, for the record. Just change. My forehead might be glistening, but that's just because my hairline has receded. <laughs> it's in progress, dude. It's not in progress. It's been this length for a long time. It's not receding. It's receded. Anyways, give, hit me with your closing statement. No, dude. no, no. I can, I'm giving you the closing statement. Oh, you're giving me a closing yeah. statement? Because I, right. I think you handled it really well this round, this, this, this episode. Yeah. Uh, I guess the original topic was what? Uh, gun control. Gun control. Gun control in general. And putting strict gun laws on law-abiding citizens and stuff. I think that um, gun control and restrictions are not the answer. I honestly don't know what is the answer. But, I mean, making it harder for somebody like me, for somebody like... Um, other buddies of mine that are also really into guns and stuff and do it responsibly is uh, not the right way to go. Uh, I think that was a great answer. Very well said, Kyle. Um, I also want to sign off on this, too. Gun enthusiasts, gun culture is not criminal culture or behavior. That's right. And, uh, I, I think that we should not shame people for being passionate about firearms because there's some really cool stuff about them. That's right. 
Till next I've week. Seen, I've seen you on Reddit reading about firearms before, dude. Come on. <laughs> you caught me red-handed. Uh, we're signing out. Thank you for your ear. Uh, we'll get an intro song probably next week. Maybe on this one. We'll see how it goes. If we can come up with an agreement. Uh, stay tuned. Like, subscribe, comment. We'll be back next week. Till next time. <laughs>